Podcast. I am your host, Chris Patrick, joined today by the ever-elusive Tallman. Hello, sir. Hi, how are you? I'm doing just fantastic. Thank you for asking. I made it. Yeah, I'm glad you're back. Risen from the dead. <laughs> um, you feeling better? Great. Outstanding. Doing great. Outstanding. Yeah. yeah. Well, awesome. Well, we wanted to get an episode together uh, for you guys. I just hit Cody up. Um, told him we got to do this and uh, here we are it is Saturday June 18th um, by the time you hear this um, you will also have the opportunity to check out some other content we'll be doing tomorrow night the 19th we're gonna do a live stream of some, some pop culture stuff uh, bringing on some of the other guys Kruver, Delmo, Matt, uh, Mike will be there I think Cody might be there uh, but that's gonna be eight o'clock Arizona time Cody probably won't be there we'll see we'll see <laughs> we'll see but um, yeah, so there's uh, been a little bit that's happened in the last week. Uh, like I mentioned, that other content we're trying to do is a live stream at least once a week when we can all get together. Uh, and then we'll keep doing these podcasts in person when we can. I just like the audio quality a little more. This is a little bit more of a different formal forum. Um, and we can really break down some more specific things. But um, yeah, the NBA season is over. The Golden, the Golden State Warriors beat the Boston Celtics in six games. Uh, finished the job in Boston and uh, secured their fourth NBA championship. Uh, I think to really cement the, the, last the dynasty. That's fucking crazy. I mean, yeah. we've been talking a lot of basketball, a lot of Cardinals football, but um, did you watch much of the final series? I did not, no. I watch any of it? I've, I mean, I bet on it. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, once the Suns got eliminated, I ch- kind of checked out of the playoffs. I did too. I was over basketball. Yeah. I think a lot of people were, and it's I don't blame them. I mean, after such high expectations to go out in the second round, but that's not what we're here to talk about. I do want to just talk about that series, some of the things I've heard about that series that I thought were interesting, or not the series, but kind of the playoffs in general. Uh, J- Jason Tatum's catching a lot of flat because he was going really hard on the Kobe stuff, making like, oh, I'm doing this for Mamba, Mamba mentality, wearing the Kobe armband, and like... Dude, the memes were funny. Yeah, oh, definitely. <laughs> you see the one where it was like, uh, he was texting like Kobe Bryant? Did you see that one? <laughs> oh, I gotta pull it up for you. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, 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 no, I think I know what you're talking <laughs> it was about. It's like, fucked up, it's like, he's dead, like, why you... <laughs> I don't know. No, no, but I know what you're talking about. The memes are great, yeah. I saw one this morning, it was like basically saying like, Suns fans know how you feel, because like Devin Booker was catching a lot of Kobe comparisons, and then they came up short, but that wasn't his fault. I mean, Devin Booker had an outstanding couple games in the finals, but uh, just, we came, again, came short. Uh, but yeah, the high expectations we had, I kind of tuned out, and it was crazy. I wanted, Like I was saying, one of the stats I saw um, about the playoffs, and Jason Tatum in particular, was that he had 100 turnovers in the playoffs. And I think that set really? the playoffs and finals combined. And I think that set a record for most most turnovers. Oh, man, that's disrespectful. Oh, goodness. All right, I might... Uh, if you send me that, Sorry. I might be able to put it on the YouTube video. Oh, okay, so yeah, I'm, know, I'm sure you will. So people know that meme you just showed So me. did he actually text kobe bryant's phone number saying i got you today uh he might have i think i think I that's heard real about right that. yeah i think okay. that is real since someone photoshopped that reply on there <laughs> yeah that's savage oh, that anyway, is savage. sorry I, I threw you off but yeah and then uh what game six he had a, a terrible second half he yeah, had like two points like i think the like last two i think for 11 or yeah, something. game five and six he didn't yeah. really do too hot i mean that's that's gonna happen with a young player uh, it's not all on Jason Tatum, obviously, but he's a big factor. Where uh, when you're the main guy, you have to show up. Um, I think it's easy to say, but 
there's no denying the Warriors are a great team. You know, Steph Curry. Unfortunately. Yes, Steph Curry. Uh, Clay Thompson. Then you got baby Steph. Baby Steph. Is that Jordan Poole? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the thing is, like, you can hate on, on them Poole. all they want because they do spend a lot of money, but they drafted all their guys pretty much. Uh, wasn't Jordan or, Poole second-round pick? Something like that, yeah. So was um, your buddy Kuminga. The cum bucket? <laughs> God, you baited See, me was, into that. I did. You baited yeah, me I into that. Say it. I was uh, telling Cody before the show. Sure. I don't know if it's legitimate, if it's just an online meme, but there was like something where like Golden State Warriors fans nicknamed Jonathan <laughs> Kaminga the the cum bucket. That poor guy. Because like he's like a bucket. Oh no. And his last name starts with K U M. Come on. Come oh, on. Come I, okay. I get it now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not. <laughs> I think it is with good intentions. They were like, oh, it's like oh, they're trying to do something with his name, but then they. I don't think they realized. Um, just how good of a nickname that is. Oh, I lied. Jordan Poole is a 28th overall pick. Uh, might as well be the second round. <laughs> yeah, right. Could have been the second round. Dang. But yeah, I'm just uh, I'm glad that the NBA season's over. There's a lot of lingering questions. I was thinking about it this morning, um, and I don't want this to be another Suns episode because we've kind of beaten that, and I think we just need to kind of sit back and relax. But at the same time, uh, there's some things that need to be talked about, and I wanted to mention that I've, I think I'm coming. Uh, I think I'm changing heart today. That I want to keep DeAndre Ayton. I don't think we should trade him. I think we aren't going to be able to get anything close in return, and he's still young. So we should just invest in him, sign him to the max, um, try him out for another year, see how he develops. Pretend, even if you're just pretending, like you're like, okay, yeah, actually, we're going to give you a shot. We actually, we're we're going to try. We're going to believe in you if you believe in us. You can always trade him. Yeah, and you can always trade him later, maybe potentially, because he's not going to get any. You would think he's not going to get any worse, at least. So, but there's always the upside of him getting better because he's a young guy. So I think. Just based on, unless we get some stellar superstar like a Kevin Durant or some crazy thing that's not going to happen, it's not worth it to get some lower, like two or three lesser pieces because then we're just taking a step backwards. And it's almost like the situation, uh, I think it was 2008, 2006. Either way, when we lost Joe Johnson, when we lost Amari Stoudemire, when when all that started crumbling. And it also goes to... Robert Sarver and the Suns organization needs to spend the, money. spend the money on the luxury tax. Your team is getting more valuable every year and you're getting the revenue from tickets and everything else on all the deals. Like spend it, spend the money. What do you think? What do you think? Do you, are you still, I don't remember where you were at. Were you team keep Aiden or trade Aiden? I think um, you guys dove into that on the one I missed. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I'm, all for keeping them. I mean, why not? And then if you At get if you get rid of them, you're forever just gonna have to deal with. Uh, okay, so you took him number one overall, and then you could have taken Luka Doncic, who obviously is top five player in the league. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah. Um, but you'll never. I don't know. They'll never get over that if they get rid of them. So might as well go all in. I'm all about keeping them. I mean, you went to the, you had the, or you went to the finals the year before. And last year, you have the best record in the league. Why don't you run it back? You know, you're obviously doing something right. The team's good. Why are you going to get rid of one of your, you know, main centerpieces? It doesn't make sense. Yeah, and I think just like having a young core and guys that are able to relate more, being closer to the same age, and build that camaraderie where you're where you have your core being Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, Mikel Bridges, and then you let Chris Paul kind of mentor them, and you focus on getting another point guard. Maybe if if it's Aaron Holiday developing or campaign 
figuring his shit out. I think campaign's done. I think that's played out. Yeah, he's gone. But you got to get a guy like that that can come in and play significant minutes so Chris Paul doesn't have to get the wear and tear and then not be available in the finals. And I think... And then, I don't know, you need DeAndre Ayton, though, to be more physical and be, you know, that guy. And But that's what I'm saying is, like, it takes an investment in, like, hoping he will develop. I just don't get how you're seven feet tall and you can't get six rebounds. Yeah. <laughs> He's got to get more physical. He needs to put... I think he needs to hit the hit the gym a little bit. I don't know. But yeah, it seems like he plays way too passively. Like, just get mean. Somebody needs to slap him in the face, get him going. Yeah. Clearly, Monty wasn't able to get through to him, and it sounds like there's well, some... Well, their whole thing in the last game, they had that argument or whatever. Yeah. And they, what, he didn't play at the last two minutes of that game? Yeah, or yeah. Something. Well, he was having a Kyler Murray tantrum on the on the bench. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. Well, and I don't uh, want us to, to turn this into um, you know a Suns episode or rehashing old topics, but uh, I know when Mike was here, it was either on the live stream or on our podcast. What, what did Mike or say? Both. Um, I should have listened to it. You should have. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think he. I, I kind of forget where he. Lied. I think he was last time I I checked in on him. He was team keep Aiton. Um, but if I think he's kind of saying keep Aiden unless you can get a fantastic return, because um, like what do you have to lose? But at the same time, what I was going to bring up is with Aiden, um, how concerned are you? Did you see the reports about him and his video game habits, where he'll stay up sometimes until uh, three, four in the morning, and then have to wake up at six a.m. and like he's doing that on game nights sometimes, and he's just staying up playing two K or Call of Duty stuff like that. Do you, and so I, you gotta believe that it's impacting his performance. I mean, when you are sleep deprived, you can't exactly perform at the highest level. I would think. Yeah, you would think. Um, I, he's still a kid. Yeah. You know, I mean, the older he gets, like he's gonna grow out of that. I mean, I don't know. I mean, he's got some maturing to do. I mean, a lot of people on that team do. Uh, but that's the great part about it. It's like you got. Booker, who's young, you got Aiton, who's young, you got you signed up Mikael Bridges for a while. Like you have your core. I mean, Chris Paul's got what maybe two seasons left. Yeah, I think so. So he's not going to be around forever. So so pay the guy when Chris Paul leaves. You you know, there's another person you don't have to pay thirty million dollars a year. You know, but it it all comes down to the owner not spending money. And that's the thing, and I think that's very important, is that the owner has to spend money, and you you have to build it like the Warriors have. That's the new, for, that's the formula in basketball. Because of the salary cap, you got to draft these guys or sign these guys in free agency. They had Kevin Durant for one of those championships, so you can't give them full 100% built, not bought credit on all those yeah. championships. They <laughs> bought a couple, one or two, yeah, I they think. Sure did. Did they, win, they won two with Kevin Durant, I'm pretty sure. Was it two? I believe so. Oh uh, I, try, I try to forget everything about This is when we really need Mike here, but that's not important. Either way, they do have a strong core. In I mean, Steph Curry, he's getting a little older. Klay Thompson and Draymond Green are going to have a decline, but they're smart. Uh, they're going to be able to play smart. Uh, Kuminga, I don't know if he's really that great, but um, they still have Andrew Wiggins. They got James Wiseman. Uh, like you said, Jordan Poole. They have a lot of these young pieces that have really emerged as being quality players and the Suns need to follow that formula and and invest in Aiton and maybe at 23 24 whatever he is he's not great but maybe he spur, you know blossoms a little later and so when he's 26 27 then he really starts dominating put, he puts on a little bit more weight he starts slamming on people 
um, you know, you keep Booker, you sign him to that five-year ridiculous supermax, two hundred million, whatever <laughs> albatross. Uh, you do that an absurd um, amount of money. I think the Chris Paul thing is smart from his leadership standpoint, but there are a lot of questions there that I don't want to dive into right now. But uh, Mikel, again, Mikel Bridges, young guys, Mikel Bridges, keep Mikel Bridges if you can. See if you can sign Cam Johnson. And I think him, gonna look, sign him. him falling off or not having as much of an impact towards the end, I think we is going to help hurt. in their negotiations. Yeah. Um, in maybe getting him on a similar deal to you know Mikel Bridges, where it's a good amount of money but not a crazy amount of money, um, and you can kind of be have more maneuverability. But then I think it's very crucial to get another guard that can shoulder the burden of Chris Paul. Again, I think that's going to be more crucial than getting a couple forwards and mediocre centers for DeAndre Ayton. And then you still don't, you are more guard reliant, but you don't have guards or forwards that are going to be able to make an impact unless you get one of those impact guys, you know? Yeah. That's my rant. I needed <laughs> to get that off my chest. <laughs> I, I could tell. Um, I don't know, man. It's, it's going to be interesting. Honestly, I, yeah, no, but it just hit me because, like, you see the trades that are kind of developing. The the Dallas Mavericks and the Houston Rockets made the trade. It was Marjanovic and a few other players for Christian Wood. And Christian Wood was kind of a rumbling name I heard bounced around for eight. And I don't know if the numbers or anything were worked out. Uh, probably would have been the third team. Yeah. Uh, other names I've heard floated Miles Turner uh, from Indiana. I don't think, I think that's a step down from Aiton. Oh, big time. Um, they're very similar players, but I don't think that's uh, something worth pursuing. And, th- and like those are legitimate things because like I think Kevin Durant's out the window. Um, I think that was always a kind of pie in the sky. Uh, Damian Lillard isn't going anywhere. We're not getting Damian Lillard. No. And then um, do you want somebody like that though? Do I want someone like Damian Lillard? Yeah. Book and Lillard. <sighs> On paper. It sounds nice, right? But you saw how it worked with uh, him and CJ McCollum. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but if they do trade him, I don't think they're going to get a big man. In that trade, no, the names I've I haven't. They're gonna been, go for Scora. Yeah, it's I think a three or a four, um, like a small forward or a power or a power forward, and I just haven't been impressed by any of the names I've seen floated around. So that's what's made me really uneasy. And then it just really hit me this morning, like, no, we need to just keep this guy. It's not 135 I, I million or whatever it is. It's not that crazy compared to the 200 million you're gonna pay Aiden and whatever you're paying Chris Paul. Yeah, you're gonna pay some luxury tax, but guess what, Robert Sarver? If you're a top five team in the league, you're still gonna sell out that arena every night because they know you have a good roster. And especially if you can build a bench around it, man, you're gonna make your money back. So shut the fuck up. What are you doing? <laughs> Tell them. So it's like I, ugh, Robert Sarver gets hate for a lot of stuff that I think is kind of stupid, but this is the type of stuff he deserves the hate for. Um, and so, you know, how I maybe maybe I'm turning my mind on that too. Maybe by any means necessary, we get Robert Sarver out of here. Um, whether it's through whatever these allegations and investigation, or through just the pressure of everyone being fed up, because he does have minority owners, he has the fan base to answer to, um, and he acts like he cares. But then, if you really care, if you're really gonna make a change, uh, spend the fucking money, dude. Spend yeah, there the money. was just um, some recent came out. Uh, about the investigation or about yeah or another employee quit and they quit because of um discrimination and uh, all the stuff in the organization yeah that was that was recent i saw it on uh oh yeah uh, on usa today report phoenix sun's employee resigned over alleged bullying yeah. after sharing gender equity concerns um, that's nice. That's interesting. <laughs> well, I don't want to go too much into that. Yeah, no kidding. But yeah, Adam Silver, Suns, uh, 
Sun's owner, Robert Sarver investigation getting close to the end. That was uh, June 8th. So I guess, uh, I guess we'll see here soon. It just seems it's interesting. And I don't know, obviously when you're the boss, when you're the owner, it's top, everything's top down and it does. There've been some reports of inappropriate behavior. I think didn't he pants someone in front of like a whole group of people and he, uh, and he owned that. So obviously <laughs> he did, I remember that. when he, when you're owning stuff like that and you're admitting to stuff like that, it's like, okay, that well that might, that, is that might not have been an isolated incident. Um, Imagine having, having so much money, you can just go around and pull people's <laughs> pants down uh, and laugh at them. Pants someone laugh like, at them like and be like, oh, fucking I'm sorry. 12 years old. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, that's fucked up. But um, no, what I'm saying, what I was going to say is it seems like the reports are conflicting and I don't think that's necessarily sketch, but it seems like everyone, there's different experiences at the Suns organization. Obviously, there's a lot of employees. They probably, not everybody will interact with anybody, everybody, but there are some people that'll say, I never saw a bad culture. Sarver always treated there's me well. A lot of people. Everything. A lot of people rushed yeah. to his defense, especially high profile people like Steve Kerr, who he's a huge justice warrior. He's all about justice right. and um, being there. Seemed like cry when they had that shooting in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. He's always the first one to get, get on camera and cry. Well, I mean, it was, it was really compelling yeah no it was <laughs> yeah it was it was fucked up you know obviously was, i'm not yeah. gonna sit here and act like a school shooting's not fucked up but um that's not that's besides the that's not what I'm are, sorry i might have to cut that out what, what are we <laughs> even talking about right now edit that out please the police hey hey jamie jamie can you <laughs> no nah, but uh yeah what i'm saying is that there seems to be conflicting reports on the culture the overall culture and i don't think it's, it doesn't seem to be consistent throughout all departments of the organization. Well, you, you couldn't tell by the way the basketball team performed. Yeah, I mean, the basketball team is going to be I mean, they had the, isolated they had from the most of the employees. They had the best season in the history of the franchise, and then there's this ongoing investigation. Yeah, true. Well, that makes you wonder. Like, I think Mike might have started to bring it up one time, but just if there was any other thing behind the scenes that they were fighting through and uh maybe there was some tensions that they just didn't let show and they did a really good job of keeping it covered up internally um just going back i don't think it was any point of tension but i remember seeing it during the article in the article that they wrote about ayton and his video game obsession uh he would play that makes you mad huh uh i don't know it shouldn't make me mad because i do love video games but i mean it's like he would literally be at the arena before the game and he'd be as soon as he finished his mandatory warm-ups or whatever he'd be rush into the nearest tv playing a video game before the game before the game really when he's at work oh it's like when he's at home and if he wants to stream and stay up late like that's kind of just that's kind of his business he has the freedom to make that decision and it sounds like obviously if it's if they after his workouts mandatory whatever he's like oh you can go do whatever you want relax or whatever but you think a serious person would be like um reading scouting reports uh, stretching, you know, you know, relaxing, make maybe taking some extra jump shots. Um, but maybe that's how he relaxes. Maybe that's well, how he. You don't have to do all that when you're seven feet tall. Well, that's what he. Th <laughs> I, maybe that's what it. Because it's all. That's what the thing with guys like that is that every level they play until the NBA, it's they're, a cakewalk the for them because yeah. they're just slamming on dudes that are five inches shorter than them. Slamming and it's dudes. Super easy. Slamming dudes. Damn, you can't say anything while I drink my beer? Oh, my bad. I was reading the, was reading this text message. What does it say? Um, it says, do you still want to get dress pants today? Ooh. Are you, are you going to get dress pants today? I kind of need dress pants. What do you need dress pants for? Work. Oh, okay. That's fair. <laughs> you got to look professional. Yeah. You hit up that TJ Maxx. Yeah, that yeah. yeah the young TJ Maxx. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, sorry. 
when I when continue. I no, I'll continue here. When I hit you up, I said we should do a Arizona Diamondbacks episode, Blah. because we have not talked Diamondbacks for good reason. Well, for, they were good there for a minute. What do you mean? Oh well, yeah, we're. Gonna, I'm, I'm talking about they like what I think they won like. I don't know. Shit, let me pull it up. Are you saying they were good there in like, like the this, past this in the season. history? Oh, no, or no, this, this season this they season. were good there for yeah. a little bit. Honestly, they've been surprisingly more competitive than I think a lot of people expected uh, this year. The thirty-one and thirty-five. Thirty-one and th- okay, th- I was—that's what I was just looking for. Thirty-one yeah. and thirty-five. It's just that division, man. Oh God. Yeah, it's really tough. It's really tough. Oh, I do have it on the computer actually, right here in front of me. What am I doing? <laughs> um, but yeah, 30, 31 and thirty-five because we won last night, uh, seven to seven to two against the Twins. Playing them again tonight. Against the the first place twins, the first place twins, and we're in well so, in in their division. Yeah, in their division, and we're we're in fourth place in the NL West right now, only ahead of the Rockies, I believe. Um, which they can't they kind of came out the gate hot, but they fell off fast. Yep. But no, when I hit up Cody, I quickly um you know was when I had the idea, I had to think of what we were going to talk about because there's really not been too much that's very impressive going on. Uh, with the Diamondbacks, all their big name players are playing very averagely. Um, averagely is that is that a word? Not a word. They've they're, been they're playing. Their play has been very average. Average, average play. Average play. Nobody's average hitting play. crazy numbers. Um, everyone's getting a little older. Everyone's you know it is what it is. But like Cody said, it's they're thirty one and thirty five, but they're about that five hundred in a tough division in baseball. I don't know. I think they could, if they keep playing well and can get above that 500 mark, uh, might be able to get a wild card, but they're not going to mm, do anything. No. Um, and a playoff run would be pointless at that point. But that's that's what I really, what, when looking at that, I really remembered, like, this has been an mm. ongoing issue. They're and, not they're not going to get a wild card. No, probably, no. There's six and a half games out. But there's a lot of season and, left. And you have, Mil- you have Milwaukee, Milwaukee and you have uh, Philly um, ahead of you. And those are two somewhat decent teams yeah i mean the phillies suck right so it's it's probably you're right it's probably not gonna happen no they're, they're gonna be sellers come the trade deadline i'm sure as they should and we will i want to dive into all that we can we can get into that right now actually I, yeah. uh, um kind of looking at the roster i think they that's the thing um i wanted to set it up a little more real quick here cody just what? uh that i would hit you up and i wanted wanted to talk about the Diamondbacks. I want to set it up a little more. No, no, no that's what I'm saying. Because we're going to go through, I just want to tell everyone yeah. here that we're going to go through the last five years since 2018 and kind of how this has been a consistent trend of mediocrity. Um, and went, it went from mediocrity and barely scrapping into the playoffs just to lose real quick and not be even competitive to a 52 and 110 season last year. They went 52 and 110 last year, finished fifth in the NL West. Absolutely disgusting. Um, th- there's a lot of transactions they made that were very questionable, a lot of moves uh, that are head scratchers. And I just want to kind of connect the dots and paint the picture of and, and build the. And honestly, this is an overall case, in my opinion, for why we need a total overhaul top down. Uh, Tori Lavello needs to go, Mike Hazen needs to go. Um, either Ken Kendrick needs to turn this out around 180 or he needs to sell the team. Um, cause honestly it's not going well. You have a, a rough stadium and I think they do have a stadium deal going on, but it's just Mike, whether it's Mike Hazen or his team or whatever's going on, it's just been 
a rash of bad decisions and teetering back and forth on do we want to be a competitive contending team or do we want to be mediocre you know what i'm saying yeah um i I don't know i think i think hazen has done i mean a, a somewhat decent job with what he's given i mean i i'm big on they gotta do some type of salary cap in baseball it's so unfair um i mean you how do you compete with with the dodgers when you're the dimebacks i mean you can't so given what he's had to you know play around with i think he's done a decent job um lavello i mean they so when they went what do you say they went 52 and 52 110 yeah yeah so they so that was uh Lavello's last year on his deal too, but really? but they didn't reward him with an extension. They gave him a one year contract, so he's on a one year deal right now. Yeah, and I think he's uh, this is his last shot. I think he's he's probably going to get extended. That's bullshit. Yeah, Getting, just going five hundred again. If they're going to just fucking end up at eighty eighty two and eighty again, or eighty five and seventy seven, um, it's all for nothing. It means absolutely fucking nothing, and it's just been. It's like the one thing that I read that when I was doing some of this research that really connected with me is we got rid of Patrick. We we let Patrick Corbin walk. We traded Zach Granke. Okay. We got rid of Robbie Ray and he kind of turned oh, turned he, it up after we got yeah, rid of he's him. Killing it. And that deal in particular, I'm just going to this is going to be a teaser because we're going to go through this. But do you, do you guys know that we traded Robbie Ray? Um, let me actually pull it up on this. This is going to be better. Um, we okay anyway basically we traded Robbie Ray for a player and uh some cash and then later about a year and a half later we traded that player back to the Blue Jays for cash so basically we got rid of Robbie Ray for cash instead of just paying him a little bit of money or what or signing him to a contract anyway the point is we didn't we didn't keep Greinke we didn't sign Corbin we didn't sign Ray uh we had some other options and instead we fucking signed Madison Bumgarner who's dude i was watching him pitch last night he's off the garbage heap man he had a good oh run with God. the giants he's got no velocity it's it's so sad to see yeah yeah honestly i mean is. they won the game but it just looking i mean man i think i saw the fastest pitch he threw was 91 man which i mean he's more of a if he can paint he's more of a finesse and, pitcher i mean right. how old is he he's fucking old well he's surprisingly not as old as you would think i think he's only 31 or 32 if I'm not mistaken, but he has miles on him. He pitched a lot for the Giants. And, yeah. Um, he's just a little banged up. He's had some injuries. And in speaking of the... He is 32. Yeah. So, in, yeah, so surpri- that's a little surprising, right? You would think he's in it his, is. Late, no, it is. his I, late 30s. Yeah. I would have thought anyway, but <laughs> it's just, there's just... This reminds me of that video when he got thrown out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He's, he wanted to fight everybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Another uh, thing. Do you remember when uh, Tori Lovello and Yadi Molina got into it? Yes. I think that was last year. Yeah. But Lovello's savage, man. Dude, Lovello. That's the thing. I, I, I do. I don't hate Lovello, but I think it's just optics, you know? And uh, you're gonna hear me say that a lot if you are it's just optics. A listener of the Heat Check podcast. I was harp. I was harping it on that. That's the thing with. Uh, you know, DeAndre Ayton, uh, it's kind of the optics of uh, like what guy like Kyler Murray and him, when they lose a game and they rush home and they hop on, you know, their Twitch streams. But I'm not going into that. I, I say that too much. I talk about that too much. I want to focus on the Does task he stream that much? Who, Kyler Murray or DeAndre Ayton? Both of them. I honestly haven't seen Kyler Murray stream as much, um, but I don't keep tabs on it. 
Um, but I do, I do remember at points there, I would literally be watching on TV, the Cardinals lose a game. And then two hours later, it's like Kyler Murray is going live. I don't don't get how it's like fun to watch people play video games. It's different, man. (laughs) You remember that South Park episode where Ike is watching PewDiePie? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) PewDiePie. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So no, we, we, like I said, we're going to go through the, we're going to go through the years here. No, PewDiePie is still making content. He's in like Tokyo right now. Didn't he say a no, no word? He said some gamer words, yeah, um, and got canceled. But he apologized. Yeah, he he, he said, came back. He said, "I'm okay. sorry," right. um, and they let him back. He plays nice now. Um, <laughs> play nice in the same. Yeah, play nice. Don't push the kids. So don't say racist things. Okay. Um, our, we have questions here, Cody, about the okay, D- questions about the Diamondbacks, and we're gonna go through the last <laughs> five years. But first, I want to set it up. Can in we the, get a new baseball team, please? I don't. I don't know, man. That's rough. let's just be Dodgers fans. Dodgers fans? Yeah, you want to do that? Let's move the Diamondbacks stadium to Florence. <laughs> we'll build a big one in the desert. <laughs> if you build it, they will it'll, come. It'll be a stadium casino. Put it on the reservation. Hey, that's that how's cool. how come nobody's done that? I don't know. That'd be awesome. That's great. Probably because the Indians would own the stadium. Well, there's like the Indians would have to own an NFL there's like team. Like sports books and shit. And yeah, of course. No? Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, sorry, um, I'm I'm derailing this. Some slack here. Yeah, these questions I have, Cody, are. Are the Diamondbacks rebuilding right now or not? Nah? Like you said, they were going to be trader. They should be sellers at the trade deadline here. They'll be sellers. Absolutely. And yeah. so real quick then, before I ask these other questions, we can go into that. Who should they sell? Do you think it's time to get rid of Peralta. David Peralta? Yeah. yeah. But what can we get in for? Get for him now? He's 34 years they're, old. They're just going to get... He's batting 236. They're just going to get farm players for him. So you're going to bolster... They're just going to bolster their farm some more? Yeah, totally. I mean, that's all they're going to do. Um... Who else should they get rid of? Um, um, keep Cattell Marte. Uh, He's 28. Or do you, do you? Or is it time to just completely clean house? And maybe because he's your best asset, maybe it is time to part with. Well, you need to get rid of um, Peralta. I mean, Cattell. I mean, they, they didn't really pay him that much money. I'm, I'm shocked they got him to agree to that contract. Um, this uh, Go down to the pitchers. This the Yo, Zach, we don't have shit for pitchers. The Zach Davies kid, he's been doing pretty good. They're gonna, oh, yeah, they're going to sell him. We just literally kind of just got yeah. Him. They're going to sell him. Gallon maybe. No one wants a uh, Mad Bum. No, we you got to you got to keep Gallon. He's like the only thing we have. Um. Yeah. Oh, dude, here's another spoiler. That's you, great. You got to keep. You got to keep Walker. Though. Here's another great spoiler for you. You see this guy? Um, our. 37-year-old closer reliever, oh, Mark Melancon. He's on my fucking fantasy team. This piece of shit. He's so... Listen, he's listen, dog shit. Listen to this guy right here. No, dog shit's better than Listen me. to this guy right here. Go so ahead. we signed him in free agency when he was 36 years old. He's now 37. He finished last year, the 2021 season, with an MLB-leading 39 saves, saves right? in yeah. 45 opportunities <laughs> um, with the San Diego Padres. On that, When he was playing with the Padres, he was on a one-year, $2 million deal. Wow. So that deal what ended. What a bargain. And you know what the Diamondbacks do? They no, go ahead how much? and they sign him to a two-year... Fourteen million dollar contract <laughs> with a mute with a twenty twenty four mutual option. What what are his stats this year? Um, let's see. I have it right here. Actually. I don't know why I didn't drop him off my fantasy team yet. All oh, these are batting stats. Um, it's they're not good. You know. Here, let me just click on him. I can click on him here. Here, I got him. Um, wait, hold on. That's not it. Twenty twenty two season. Oh, he got eleven saves. Six point oh four ERA. Well, it's not like he's had a crazy amount of opportunities. He has six losses, though. His six, are you sure? he has? I'm looking at a 6.04 ERA. With yeah, those that's what I said. Saves. Oh, okay. That's yeah. what you said. Yeah, yeah. 
um, in 22.1 innings. So that's terrible. That's horrible. He's getting smacked that's around. awful. He's got so he's pitched 22 innings and he's given up 33 hits. So <laughs> yeah, he's bad. That's, uh, okay, up, up here. Yeah, he's yeah. he's not very he's good. Not doing good. Because that's the thing. That's the thing. He's coming in in relief and blowing saves and getting six losses. That's bad. Um, I haven't watched a lot of Diamondbacks this year, admittedly, because I'm well, because pissed. they make it so fucking hard to watch the game. Yeah. God. Damn oh it. yeah. Any any Arizona sport in general right now, it's, it's a like, bad time to be an Arizona yeah, sports fan. But they wonder why baseball popularity's gone down because you have to fucking pay million dollars just to watch the goddamn baseball game. Yeah. But so, I don't know. That's a, that's what, <laughs> sorry. That's what's wild though is like we should be Same sellers. With this U.S. Open man. We could be sellers at the trade deadline, but who are we gonna fucking sell? Just Peralta. We basically just got Peralta, Marte. Um, Mad Bum and Davies, maybe. Uh, maybe some people would be interested. Davies and Peralta. If you want, Josh Rojas is kind of no. Keep him. I know we got to keep these young guys. Like Josh Rojas, he's what twenty? Yeah, no, he's he, twenty eight. Um, he, he came in that one trade. Um, what was it? It was on your little cheat thing. Oh, Josh Rojas. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let me see. Can I search on this thing? Where was it? You got to keep him. He's 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 a good player. I forgot how to spell Rojas. Oh, second. son of a bitch. Um, the Granky trade. Oh, he can't. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. So let's um, let's maybe do that then. Let's go through the last um, you know, five years or so. I think starting here with 2018, and just go through the years to show how we got to where we are today. Kind of what's happened. Uh, the high. We'll show some of the highlights, the lowlights, the transactions. You know, things that happened in that season. And uh, like I said, yeah, go through it and get us to where uh, where we got today. Um, are you ready for that? What do you think, Cody? Yeah, I just can't believe 2018 was five years ago. Um, yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. I know it's wild. Yeah, 2022 <laughs> happened so fast. It doesn't even seem like a real year. Um, Time flies when you're having fun. It's insane. I think that's a saying, right? I think so. Have you been having fun? I've been having a great time. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm glad. It's a good picture. <laughs> Isn't it? Okay. So 2018, your Arizona Diamondbacks finished 82 and 80, um, pretty close to 500. And they were third in the NL West, I think behind the Dodgers and at that time, the Rockies, maybe? Padres? Padres? No. No, not in 2018. No, Padres sucked in 2018. Not important. Anyway, that was Tori <laughs> Lovello's uh, second season with the Diamondbacks. A uh, little fun fact, the Diamondbacks introduced a bullpen car. Uh, they made them the first MLB team to use one since the Milwaukee Brewers in 1995. Do you know if they still use the bullpen cart? You've been watching more uh, D-backs than me. I don't think I've seen it. They probably retired it. It didn't say when I was when I was looking this up. Anyway, so the Diamondbacks... Oh, uh, was the Rockies. They were 91 and 72. Shit, sorry. The Rockies, yeah, the, the Rockies yeah. were pretty good back then. They had Nolan Arenado, Blackman was going off. Uh, they had some good pitching uh, rotation. I think they had Story too. It's Trevor Story. Yep, you're right. You're right. Um, oh, who was their first baseman? It was. Um, oh, what was his name? That dude was pretty good. Um, Not important. Who cares? Anyway, <laughs> um, so that year, uh, a name that we were just reminded of in left field, Yasmani Tomas, was optioned. Uh, to Reno and then eventually sent outright to the Reno Aces. Um, and he was on, we had signed him to like a $42 million deal. Uh, Dude, he's the Sam Bradford of baseball. It's terrible. He's, I don't, I don't even think he's in the league anymore. We eventually, we had a signed Taiwan Walker to kind of bolster our pitching staff, which seemed like a good sign on paper. So a lot of these 
transactions that you're you're going to see a trend where we sign guys that have a lot of potential and then get injured and never end up really playing for us. This guy is one of them. Taiwan Walker, uh, he was initially put on the 10-day disabled list and eventually moved to the 60-day list and had Tommy John surgery. Um, and by the time he came back, he and his rehab, it was just too slow progressing, and uh, we ended up letting him go. And now he's having a resurgence with the New York Mets. And so we kind of lost out on that. Cody, what did, what did you think of uh, Taiwan Walker and like that whole stint? Oh, he's a good pitcher. Uh, he's pretty good for us. Um, wait, did you say they traded him? Um. I don't know if they traded him or if they let him go. We'll go. We'll um, get back to that as we go through this. I don't want to do all the talking here, Cody. If you have any, uh, oh, I'm sorry, I'm I'm researching interjection. No, 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 you're good. You're good. No, keep researching, and I'll I'll just keep going because, like I said, we got we got five whole years to go yeah, through here. Yeah, so I'm sure yeah, you'll have something you know to jump what? in here and say. Uh, um, here, um, I don't want to bore anyone because we're going to talk about a lot of stats and players going back and forth, but. Uh, that year, we got John Jay from the Kansas City Royals for a couple of prospects. He was supposed to be a veteran le- left fielder to kind of fill that hole Yasmani Tomas left. Um, the fielding situation had kind of been a scramble. There wasn't really any answer in the, in the outfield for who these guys were going to be. Uh, later that year, we got Eduardo Escobar uh, for, again, a handful of prospects. We got him from the Twins to play third base and I think a little bit of shortstop. No, I think he only played third. Only third, yeah, because he's a little bit. But he's that's again another older guy, uh, a veteran guy that you expect. But he, he, I, I don't think he had as many injury problems as some of these other guys, but definitely did. Uh, I wanted to especially mention this season was very interesting because we started twenty and eight that year do you remember that i do yeah that was exciting came out the gate hot but then in, we, we thought we were gonna have a great summer right <laughs> we thought it was gonna be crazy and then in we get Ma- to watch our, our baseball team win games mm-hmm. let's go that's a that good was summer. we were we were living living the life until may rolled along and they went oh. eight and 19 no. completely flipped the script and it's funny it kind of went like that because then in june 19 and 9 and then in july and august they were kind of they leveled off they were 27 and 25 combined in july and august and then that's when they they were they were still at that time they were still flirting with being a, a little bit above I think 500 you know or around 500, uh, and then they had to, all they had to do was finish the season strong and they would have been able to make a playoff push or at least be in the playoffs. But instead, um, and I, actually I don't remember I probably I might be getting this wrong they might have made the wild card that year. But in in any case, what I'm gonna say is they finished the season eight and 19 in September of 2018, and that kind of sealed their fate. You know, taking that kind of momentum. Uh, and having that kind of uh, end of your season is not not what you want if you're going to try and make any playoff run. It's funny. Uh, it's I I went and doing some research. The Diamondbacks started the season with nine consecutive series wins. They were the first National League team to do so since the two since the 1907 Cubs. Really, that's pretty crazy. They nine consecutive series wins. That's impressive. That's not bad at all. And on July seventh. Uh, th- that same D-backs team broke the franchise record for runs scored in a single game when they beat the Padres 20-5. to So those were the good old days. I don't remember that game. They've never scored more than 20 points or uh, 20 runs? I guess not. Not before oh. uh, July 7, 2018. Hmm. Uh, some notable exits after that season. Uh, we let Patrick Corbin go to free agency. AJ Pollock went to free agency. Uh, that John Jay guy we traded a couple prospects for and really didn't help much. He went to free agency. We had a Clay Buckholtz was a pretty good relief pitcher. You say buttholes? Clay but play Clay buttholes. <laughs> Buckholtz. 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 <laughs> um, sorry. 
and we uh, we did sign Miro Kelly. But this was, you'll remember, and Cody, do you remember what big trade happened at the end of the 2018 season? After the 2018 season, going into 2019, the big trade that happened in that offseason. With the D-backs? With the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, who, wait, who'd they trade? I'll tell you, they traded with the St. Louis Cardinals. Oh, Goldie? They traded our our beloved, America's first baseman, <laughs> Paul Goldschmidt. The do-no-wrong guy. Yep. Yep. In return, though, I'll to 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 because you're gonna hear me. Maybe you already heard me a little bit. Um, put blame on Mike Hazen, and you'll probably hear me put some blame on him again. Dude, they but, lost that trade. Well, I don't know because that's what I was gonna say. Because this is one where I think they might have not done too bad. I mean, it, I I get it. I get well, what the re- idea is. Re- read it though. Read, so yeah. Read the so we traded Paul Goldschmidt to the Cardinals for Carson Kelly, Luke Trash. Weaver, Trash. and uh, Andy Young. No, not I mean. Who the fuck is Andy Young? But Luke Weaver, like Luke Weaver and Carson Kelly, are no Paul Goldschmidt, but they're two solid younger pieces. Luke Weaver again, injury plague in Arizona apparently. But they're not. So they they came in, they did somewhat okay, but then now like they're. They're doing nothing for the team right now. Well, yeah, that's very true. And then Goldie's out here hitting three home runs in a game. I think he did that like a week ago or something. Yeah, even at his age, he's in his mid thirties, mid late thirties. He's still he's still killing it. Oh yeah, I would take Goldie back. Um, but honestly, what, what is their record? Do you, are they doing good this year? The Cardinals, I think they're doing decent. Because oh. they they're they're a team that oh yeah they're <laughs> they're leading their division thirty seven twenty nine. Let's go. <laughs> they should be. They got him. They got Nolan Arenado. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be a St. Louis Cardinals fan now. I could I could get down with that. No, Cody, we're Valley Sports Club. We got to represent all all Valley teams. We ride or die. Ride or die. With the, mostly die. Mostly die in the case of almost all the teams. But anyway, so we traded Goldie, America's first baseman, and that should have been the sign that it's time to rebuild. It's time to tear it down. If you're going to trade your franchise cornerstone, just go all out with the rebuild. I just can't believe they traded him before they traded Grinky. I know. And I know, but we need, you know, you always need a pitching staff, like position players. I don't want to say they're as replaceable, but a, a good solid ace is harder to come by than like a solid position player. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but we, we continue on Cody to 2019, that 2019 season. And um, at a glance at an overview, this isn't a terrible season. It's 85 and 77 record, which is only eight games above 500, but they were second in the NL West, only behind probably the Dodgers, right? Oh, do you want to know Carson Kelly's batting average this year? This year? 125. Oh. Oof, that's terrible. <laughs> anyway, um, what were you saying about the, the Dodgers? Well, and that could be someone maybe that he, they look to, to offload if, if there's still any trade value there for him. Um, but no, not about the Dodgers, but just about that 2019 season. We did finish second in the NL West. I don't remember who we were behind. But either way, it's not important. We, you know, who we're behind? It was the Dodgers, right? Yeah, it had to be. I just always assume it's the Dodgers, based off the you know how the past has been the past you know four, five, six years. And in two in January of 2019, the the beginning of that year, Lavello and the Diamondbacks agreed to a two year contract extension through the 2021 season. So they liked what they had seen so far. Apparently, um, they thought that you know, his performance. We'd go on 82 and 80 was a good, good enough for him to earn another two years. So, okay. I'm, I'm about that. We were all about Tori Lovello back then. It was, they were still a fun team to watch. And this shows that they were because they, they did win games. 
um, and did some pretty impressive things throughout the season. The, the two, these 2019 Diamondbacks were by one measure the most average team in baseball history. It's crazy. I saw this stat for 60 games. The Diamondbacks were within two games of 500 plus or minus. Um, really? Yeah, it was an MLB record that surpassed a 56-game streak by the 2007 Oakland Athletics. Um, the, the specific stretch lasted from June 18th uh, when the Diamondbacks lost to the Rockies to fall to 38-36 and 36, all the way through August 30th uh, when they beat the Los Angeles Dodgers and improved to 69-66. and 66. So they were very much you know, kind of teetering that 500 line throughout the whole season. Hmm. And yeah, I mean, there's some other, I mean, if you want to go through the transactions here, it was kind of a, what the 2019. Yeah. Do you, do you, you remember, the um, fastest man in baseball? Uh, was that Tim LaCastro? Yeah. Is he the fast? Yeah. He, uh, that was an impressive one. I, I, I'll just, uh, gloss over it, but he had, he set some kind of crazy record for, uh, starting a MLB career with most stolen bases. I think it was like 26 stolen bases. Was it? Damn. I actually, I might not have even put the note in here. Uh, I, I don't want to go, go too much into the weeds on that, but we got a, a relief pitcher that year. Do you remember Greg Holland? Yeah. <laughs> Had a lot of fun with Greg Holland. I, and really, again, they were trying to fill that uh, gap in right field that year. We signed Adam Jones. But again, oh, yeah, if you're a if you're a team trying to rebuild, you sign Adam Jones. He's an old veteran mm-hmm. um, from from the Orioles. Oh, I think I he played from before that. John Ryan Murphy. Yeah, John Ryan Murphy was supposed to be the shit. He had some good times. Yeah. Um, was he specifically? Greinke had a specific catcher that he liked catching for him. That wasn't John Ryan oh, Murphy though. Was no, it? it was the old was, guy. Um, not Alex Avila. Ionetta. Ionetta. Was it Chris Ionetta? Maybe. He ended up going back to the I Rockies. Think that was, yeah, I think that's who it was, right? Mm-hmm. Or Ian Ionet? No. E- oh, Ian Ionet. It might be. Damn. Anyway. Anyway. Um, so. But the, I like that Jazz Chisholm trade for Zach Allen. Well, he's had a. Jazz has been good in Miami, though, he hasn't has, he? Though. He was on my fantasy team last year. Yeah, he's a. Well, he's fast. He's a stud. He yeah, was one of the best guys in our system. But at, I'll give. Again, I'll give Mike Hazen a little token that. Zach Gallen, I I even liked Zach Gallen. I was kind of like, I kind of was like, I didn't know much about jazz, but I knew Zach Gallen had a few good starts down there in Miami. So I was kind of optimistic on the idea of bringing in Zach Gallen. He looks so goofy. He hasn't really lived up to the hype. (laughs) He's pretty mediocre. (laughs) Yeah, but I guess there's room to grow. There's always some room to grow. But what was was a signature transaction in the 2019 season was what trade, Cody? Uh, Zach Greinke. Zach motherfucking Granky. Send him to the cheaters. Yeah. The Astros, man. They, they I I don't know. I mean, I was so over Zach Granky. Yeah, I think time. he wore out his welcome and the amount of money we were paying him. But um, every like the last I don't know, I just feel like he got smashed around all the time. Yeah, the inconsistency really came back with him, I think. Yeah. But and and we look at and this then, return. Like, remember we broke it down, the dude was getting paid like what was it like? fifty thousand dollars every pitch he threw or something oh yeah something <laughs> like that we, we did the that math his, oh yeah yeah his we should do that again sometime it was ridiculous it's like dude's throwing a ball <laughs> one one fucking pitch for 50 grand insane that is insane Absolutely but insane. i mean they got rojas in return josh rojas is, has been good yeah he's As a I young guy earlier, that I, like. I mean you got to keep him he's, he's one of those young pieces that you got to keep mm-hmm. seth beer hit the home run on beer day 
Yeah, he did at the beginning of this season. That was a he had a walk off home run. The yeah, first it was game a walk off. Yeah, on beer day. Yeah, that's funny. At, at the stadium. Yeah, I mean he's just their designated hitter. I think he's only played like twenty five games though this season. Yeah, no, I don't think he's played too much. I actually I have these stats in front of me. If I can get over to him, who else did we get in that deal though? Oh, um, <laughs> JB. Bukaskis. Bukaskis. <laughs> Seth Beers played in 27 games, which oh, I is said 25. I was close. Which is 13th most. He played in the 13th most games at just 27 games. Well, dude, do you see how young their roster is? Dude, it just seems like it's a lot of revolving, like mixing and matching. And it's a young, yeah, it's a pretty young team. Um, the oldest guy on our roster is freaking Oliver Perez. How old is he? 40. No shit. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know that. That's funny. Yeah, and and the next oldest guy is is that guy Mark Melancon. Melancon. And he is a con. He <laughs> stole us for all his all that money. Terrible contract. Sure. And then uh Ian Kennedy throwback from the uh, old school days, 2011. But yeah, even David Peralta at 34, he's the the fourth oldest guy on our team. But like you said, yeah, we have a lot of young guys, a lot of young pieces. But they, uh, they keep like I don't know, they're all playing though. Like look at all the games like all these people have played. But uh, they had one time, yeah. um, they had a starting uh, starting lineup where none of the players in their starting lineup had played more than um, a full season of games. So they literally, they, they started half their lineup in one game they started, I think it was like two weeks ago. Half their lineup had only played like 25 Major League Baseball games ever in their career. And I think the person that played the most was Paven Smith, and he played like 160 games. Yeah. And he was the he had the most career games on that starting lineup. And it was just crazy. Like they literally they had they started nine and they had like no experience. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Um, you want to get a U.S. Open update right here? Yeah, hit me with that. Scheffler fell apart. Uh oh. Um, Happy Gilmore's caddy's winning right now, minus four. Anyway, sorry. I was excited Who's about that. Who's Happy Gilmore's caddy? Oh, Will Zaltors. Oh, Will Zaltors. <laughs> well, by the time this uh, reaches YouTube and Spotify, well, they're gonna, yeah, it'll be over. It'll probably because it'll probably be Monday the twentieth so, when I get so this. So YouTube, out. should I bet on Will Zaltors to win? Win this tournament? Yeah. Well, they'll be able to laugh if you. You have to tell them if you are going to or not, so they can laugh at you if you lose or praise you if you win. <laughs> <laughs> anyway you're right I, um, that's while we're right. while we're interrupting the middle of this uh flashback through time um I think, sorry <laughs> no you're good i think we're in 2019 but i did just notice that uh nick ahmed's on the 60 day uh, injured list and uh yesterday there's an article diamondback shortstop nick ahmed has shoulder surgery and will miss the rest of the season um this is something i did not know about i don't know if it was known that he was going to be having surgery or not but that's a bummer um, but that makes sense why Gerardo Perdomo is going to get more time, I, you would assume, and maybe, again, regret getting rid of Jazz Chisholm. But if, it was either going to – because Jazz is starting in yeah, is. Miami, right? So you would have had to get rid of Ahmed. I think he's their leadoff hitter. Find too. a way to put one of them at second base. I don't know how that would have worked. But anyway, that's a bummer. Nick Ahmed, I think he's – I'm pretty sure he's a Golden Glover. He's a really good shortstop. I think you're right. Uh, has been a stud for us. Yeah. So that'll be a guy we miss. He, he did play pretty, pretty good this year. Um he just needs to learn how to hit the baseball. I was going to say, actually, I don't know if he played pretty good this year. I was looking at, I was filtered by age. I thought it was filtered by games played. Anyway, not important. Um, sorry, filtered Nick Ahmed. <laughs> Hope you feel better. Um, and yeah, so we got these young guys. We're in 2019, and 
we had a 85 and 77 record like we were saying we made some transactions greg holland adam jones tim lacastro uh traded zach Greinke towards the end of this that season and got rid of jazz chisholm for zach gallons so we're making moves we're trying to replace pitchers get pitchers uh, there was a, a couple records we set. We had a record for smashing a franchise record, eight home runs out of 13 total and a 13 to eight win on uh, June 10th. We did that alongside the Phillies. There was a game uh, that lasted 19 innings against the, uh, Jeez. who was that against? Against uh, the Cardinals. Um, and the, and that was, and that's crazy. Cause I mean, that, I think that it's a game that uh, Goldie would have been playing in. Because we had just traded him to the Cardinals. Yeah. Oh, his um, his homecoming. Yeah, if it was at home, yeah, it was a homecoming for him. And that game lasted six hours and 53 minutes. Could Fuck you imagine going that. to a seven-hour baseball game? No, that's <laughs> that's why it's the most unpopular sport. On a school night? <laughs> yeah, there's always been pace of play issues. But hey, when I got to go to bed. Literally, that's when you just take a nap, and then someone wakes you up around the 17th inning, and they're like, all and right. Then you smoke a cigarette, and then it's spicy. Um yeah, so just to, to really gloss at it, because that is impressive, there was 25 strikeouts by the Diamondbacks pitchers and 21 by the Cardinals pitchers. Both teams had an MLB record for most strikeouts in a single game at 46 combined. That's incredible. Um, the game also marked only the second time in baseball history to, that the two struck out 21 or more opponents in the same game. Uh, the Diamondbacks did win that game 3-2. to two. So after 19 innings, just five runs were scored. Wow, that's pretty wild. Uh, it, it, it is worth noting, I think, because it seems like this season they did kind of try and be all in. 85 and 77, second in the NL West. Not terrible. I think they were a wild card that year and fizzled out. But there were some notable injuries. They tried to replace uh, that gap in the, in the I think it was left field, with Steven Souza Jr., Oh god. He was he ended up, he had he did some stints on the 10-day IL and then eventually moved to the 60-day and was pretty much useless. David Peralta was injured multiple times throughout that year and in September moved to the 60-day IL, shut down for the season. Uh Jake Lamb was injured a bit when he was doing well. Uh you remember Alex Avila, a catcher, he had multiple stints on the 10-day. Uh he was streaky, not not fair, but No, he was the worst. <laughs> Alex Avila. Why? Alex Avila. He fucking batted like 50. He had the he had the worst batting average ever. Alex Avila. How, how bad do you think he was when he was, he was on on God, the Diamondbacks? Awful, dude. He probably batted maybe 139. Oh, that bad? Yeah. No, he's terrible. For Arizona. What where, was his average? Where is his BPA batting average? So uh, he was 165. And two oh seven in his years. How with many? The, uh, how many strikeouts did he have? Diamondbacks. Oh goodness gracious! This is they don't make it easy on this uh, strikeouts. He had ninety and sixty eight in his mm-hmm. two years. Well, he didn't play every game though. Too. So. No, he didn't play a ton. He played well. Well, he played. No, he didn't play. Done. He played 80, 80 games in two thousand eighteen and sixty three games in two thousand nineteen. Um, and that's where we're at. We're in two thousand nineteen, and that's what I'm saying. He did. He was injured and not available. I mean, obviously, it doesn't seem like that hurt us too much. But that that dude, Luke Weaver, we got for Goldie. Luke. Uh, he spent some time on the on the injured list, as did um, Wilmer Flores, who we also signed in free agency as a first baseman. He was um, 
He was supposed to be good. He was from the Mets, right? Uh, I don't know that. <laughs> nah, it doesn't matter. Uh, anyway, the end of this season... Doesn't fucking matter. Doesn't, it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. So this is the end of... So take yourself back to the Even end of... Even if we win. Sorry. No, go ahead. Get, get, it, get it off your chest. <laughs> no, sorry. I'm taking it back to, to what? Um, so Cody, take yourself back to the end of 2019. Life okay. is good. Um, Diamondbacks came off a okay season, and maybe you think next year they can take that momentum, make some moves in the off season, and uh, come back with some momentum. So some key uh, key things that happened at the end of that season: uh, draw Dyson, and you're just gonna skip over Jake Lamb. I didn't skip over Jake Lamb. Did you say Jake Lamb? Yeah, Rake Lamb. Yeah. <laughs> I said when he because he was doing good. That's why I yeah. he was good. Whatever happened to that guy? Uh, we I think we got rid of him for nothing basically, and he kind of fizzled out. I don't think he's done much of anything. Remember when he like struck out like fifty times in a row? Yep, that was an exaggeration. Well, but. that's another guy. Like, where if you're if you're talking about times where Diamondbacks failed to sell guys or move guys when they were at their peak value, like we were saying, David Peralta, he's thirty four years old. He would have been great to sell three years ago. Um, if we were trying to rebuild or get anything for him, but now he's too old and maybe we can try and be sellers at the trade deadline, but who's going to really want David Peralta? Someone that needs a good bat in the middle good, of their lineup. Uh, <laughs> yeah, perhaps, perhaps, but you ought to put I him mean, on the other you, if you can put too. If you can put him in at number six on your lineup, I mean, that's, that's not bad. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Well, someone that's going to actually win a world series, which we don't know what that's like. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we so that well, year we we know what it's like. But I think I was eight years old when. Oh yeah, when yeah. we got two thousand one. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty young. I was pretty young. I, I I remember rooting and cheering, but not really being. I don't know. It was, it was you're right. When you're young, it's different. When you're young, it's different. But we lost those guys that we just got. We got we we let Adam Jones walk. We let Wilmer Flores walk. Your boy Alex Avilo left. <laughs> Give him a lollipop. Give him a lollipop. Banged up Taiwan Walker. I was ready for Taiwan Walker to go. I'm glad he left. But, of Dude, course, now they, he has um, a resurgence. They traded uh, Gene Segura for... Um, for Taiwan? Yeah. Oh, man. I didn't go back far enough with my research. That's yeah. even crazier. Um, Remember, he was, like, the hit master. Man, yeah. He was leading, he was the, he was leading the, the major leagues with hits. Oh, yeah. That one year. Um, that one year. That's a guy we this re- summer. This summer coming to a theater near you. No, we really, we really should have kept that guy. Um, I like that dude. Crazy. He's, he's still playing too. He is, yeah, and he's playing playing at a pretty high level. But uh, another guy we let go, Steven Souza Jr. But we did sign. Uh, that was the off season in 2019 when we signed Madison Bumgarner. Oh God. And like I, I think I said it already, but um, why would why the hell would we sign Madison Bumgarner and not just keep Patrick Corbin or Zach Greinke? Why well, are you gonna take? On a banged up, beat up, washed up Madison Bumgarner. Because that's, uh, you, you know, the whole thing where people come to Arizona to retire. Yeah. So it's just like Arizona sports or every football team, baseball team. Let's just sign all the old washed up players. <laughs> crazy. That's kind of negative. That's crazy. Um, I, I don't know. I wasn't big on it when they did it. Mm-hmm. Because I think he was past his prime. Uh, but I remember when he signed with the D-backs, uh, he was in a rodeo. Wasn't he in a rodeo? Oh, he had Do you probably. Remember that? Oh, yeah, he got hurt at the rodeo. Oh, no, he won some rodeo. Oh, he won a rodeo. He won an and and he, had the, he was doing it under like a fake name. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That dude, I mean, that dude's crazy. He has a crazy fucking lifestyle. Yeah, but, I remember uh, someone asked him like uh, what he got his wife for their anniversary, and he said he got her a cow. Yeah. <laughs> 
funny. I guess he kind of fits in here. Yeah, yeah, he does. I don't know. I wasn't huge on it, but on the Bumgarner signing. Yeah. No, me neither. I mean, he's a lefty. You you kind of are like, intrigued I, by the caliber. He's he, got he some pitched last night. Rings. They, they beat a good team last night, but I don't know. Like yeah. he just looked. He just looked slow throwing the ball, and I I swear I saw like six hits off him in the first three innings. No, I wouldn't doubt it at all. But they won. I mean, that's yeah, all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, and alongside uh, signing Madison Bumgarner at the end of 2019. I mean, I like his attitude. <laughs> his attitude? Yeah. His catitude? Catitude. Um, we also Ooh. tried to get Cole Calhoun, or no, we did get Cole Calhoun to kind of try and fill that hole in right field. And I think, again, I think he was kind of injured in and out of the lineup. He was, yeah. Um, that year. He, but, he was hitting home runs, though. Right. But in 2020, um, I'm going to just throw out this. I don't really want to spend too much time on 2020. It was a 60-game season. I don't even oh, think they should have played it. Five-year contracts. Uh, who Baumgartner? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Five-year contract for million. a banged-up, oh my god, washed-up, um, yeah. former, former uh, World Series champion. But this 2020 season was a little whack, and again, we thought we were hovering who, that. Who won that asterisk season? Oh, I think the Dodgers did, didn't they? Did they? That was when uh, Justin Turner had tested positive. And oh, the he, Muppet, and then he ran on the field to celebrate with the team. That's right. Okay. Yeah, of course, the Dodgers would win an asterisk season. The fucking Muppet. But just a quick overview. We, we again, were bordering. We were, um, Hazen was teetering that line of trying to be competitive versus not really trying that hard. Uh, so we got Starling Marte from the Pirates in a trade. We signed John Jay again, invited him to the spring training. John Jay and Rich. Here's a fun one that uh, I think is just, yeah, yeah, John Jay and Rich. There's a, <laughs> do they, are they still alive? They're probably I, not on the I radio. Have no idea. Doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> that year we signed in free agency, uh, right fielder trace thompson to a minor league contract and invited him to spring training uh do you know trace thompson Mm -mm. he is the uh younger brother of uh, golden state warriors shooting guard clay thompson (laughs) yes um but he uh didn't fake clay fake clay no it's real clay he's real clay's brother no way um and he got to he didn't get to ascend spring training though because it was canceled due to covid and uh, actually only ended up playing only ended up playing in four games for triple a reno aces uh he went five and 18 so he's kind of mediocre uh we got him back later and then eventually traded him to the cubs but that's not important he's not really a, a heavy hitter um but then again some hi- other highlights of that year we traded archie bradley i pooped my pants cody pooped his pants uh, we traded Robbie Ray. <laughs> I talked about that a little bit, where we traded Robbie Ray to the Blue Jays for nothing, uh, essentially. And uh, we got rid of your boy, Andrew Chafin. Do you remember that guy? I do. He had the, the sweet mustache. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it was funny, because at the time, we traded him to the Cubs for, quote, a player to be named later. Um, I'll give you $100 if you can tell me who that... Well, you're looking at it right I now. Just so you're just at it. Cheat. Um, <laughs> so, no, it was shortstop Ronnie Simon. Who is that? Did anybody, does anybody know who Ronnie Simon is? I do. Crickets. Yeah. No, but yeah, like I said, 2020 season, throw it out. There's not much going on there. Uh, nothing too much of note. So uh, we can move on from there. And uh, look at the 2021 season. Boo. The abysmal 2021 Boo. season. How do you go 52 and 110 and keep your job? Insane. <laughs> Absolutely. Actually get extended. You get another year. You get to try again. Yeah, they're like, eh, we, that might have been a fluke. Here's a redo. We'll let you try again. Well, Tori, you know, you're a really good guy, so I think <sighs> we're going to let you try again one more time. I don't get it. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's because Hazen is like, we're going to, you know, win together, die together, because um, I hope 
they I don't want to say I hope they fail, but I, I'm ready for them to for us to move on to something else, whether it's management or just completely or if they stay and we completely burn down everything and rebuild because it sounds like um, everything I've looked at online. We have a top five, maybe top 10 farm system. So we got a lot of good young pieces. Like you said, Gerardo Perdomo. Three in the top 25? Yeah, three of the top 25 prospects in the league. They just so, called up one of those kids. Who was it? They it was that Alec up? Thompson guy. Tom, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Or uh, Alex Tomp- Tom Thompson? Um, these are things I should know. But he's been killing it. He has probably uh, one of the best uh, batting averages. Um, and that's kind of how it goes a lot of the times with younger guys because they don't have much scouting on them, so the pitchers don't quite know how to pitch to them. So that could come down. They Rookies often come out the gate hot and then have a cooling off period. Um, but regardless, it seems like he's a good, uh, you know, quality quality guy. And that's that's <laughs> what? He's, a, he's just a quality he's guy. He's just a good quality guy. Well, I was going to yeah, try and say... Genuine. I was going to say he's a good quality center fielder, but then I wasn't 100% confident <laughs> that, he was that that's fielder. his position. Um, so I was trying to check that real quick. Let me see. Oh, man. oh, he's the youngest guy on our squad, 22. And he is a center fielder, so I should trust my gut. Um, that guy right <laughs> there, there uh, from Chicago, Illinois. Uh, he's a stud, man. Um, he in... Uh, in the games he's played so far, he has 34 hits, five home runs, batting 276. Not bad. Not bad at all. How old is he? 22. Ooh. 20, 22 in 51 days, so he just turned 22. That's oddly specific Dang, on this way. website. Um, he's built built like us, 5'11", 175. <laughs> anyway. Not, I'm not that fat. You're right. You're, you're, Cody's actually 6'5", 230 pounds. <laughs> Um, kind of a tank. I'm to pushing, be honest, pushing 300, pushing 300. He's he's moving weight. I'm coming for you. Anyway, I I just I hate. I I don't want to I don't want to get lost in the sauce here and be going too much into it. But the 2021 Diamondbacks, 52 and 110. What can you say, man? It's just it's been a disaster. We we tried to get Josh Reddick from that cheating ass Astros team. Uh, we got Estrubel Cabrera. That's a name you've probably heard before, but not recently because he hasn't done shit. Disappeared into. Um, irrelevancy. Toaster strudel. Uh, we we signed Tyler Clippard. That's a name you might know, but we placed him on the sixty day DL in February and never saw him really for the rest of the season. Uh, we got rid of the fastest man in baseball, Tim LaCastro, uh, to the New York Yankees of all teams. Might be a stretch. I'm maybe. But yeah, oh yeah, here is the, here is where I put the note. Tim had stolen 29 Ooh. consecutive bases to begin his career, the longest stolen base streak to start a career since 1951. He was the man. So a guy that can put asses in seats because you want to come watch Tim LaCastro run fast and steal bases, uh, we just get rid of him. Um, finally got rid of Eduardo Escobar. Um, he was good for us, though. He was. He was. He did pretty good. But this is when it's like we start now cleaning he's, house. He's living the dream in the Mets right now. Oh, I bet. Yeah, that Mets team is pretty good. Yes, they are. Um, do you know what uh, the towards the end of that season, uh, like you were saying, what they do to your boy uh, Tori Lovello? Just remind us one time. <laughs> they gave him a one-year deal. They gave him a one-year to come a second extension to 2022. <laughs> to where oh, we're at oh, now. Oh, you finished last in the division? Oh, here. Come on back. Here's a job for another year. Come on back. So, and that brings us to where we're at today. So let's just fast forward all the way to today. Rip off the Band-Aid. We're 31 and 35. Again, flirting with 500. This is shades of 2018, Ooh, 2019. Um, probably 2017. I don't have the record in front of me, but I imagine we've been a 500 or so team, a mediocre ass team for a very long time. And Cody, 
do you truly blame that mostly on the salary cap and the competitive advantage of other teams in the league? Or do you think this is a bigger problem with the coaching and the general manager? Or is it multifaceted? I like that word. It's multifaceted. I want to sound smart, so I got to use big words. Because yeah. it's a little bit of both. I could say <laughs> I could say potentially it's, it's a little it's, bit of it's both. It's both. But it's, I don't know. I mean, it's funny that we're, Phoenix is what? top five biggest or largest metropolitan areas in the whole country. Yeah. And we're considered a small market in baseball. Yeah. Well, and that's an easy explanation. I, you well, know why that is. Yeah. Cause it's transplant city. Well, well, yeah, but also, I mean, when was the last time you went to a D backs game? Same a couple of years, <laughs> probably 2019. <laughs> yeah. Right. Or before that. So it's like, I, I don't know. How are they making money? You know? Yeah. So well, and then the owner's not spending money. That and, then, and then you can spend as much money as you want in baseball. We should have gotten that summer pass, man. We should have. Shit, that's such a good deal. We're yeah, doing that next year. If they do it again, they've, done, they've done it for a while now. I mean, we, just, we live too far. That's that's the biggest thing, right? But I mean, even if you go to five games, that's it's worth it. Because what, what's, what's summer? It's uh, it like it's bucks? three months for a hundred bucks. That's a steal. So three months. That's of how you games. know you have a bad baseball team. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, and the stadiums just. That's the thing is, uh, Bank One Ballpark is just way too big. There's way too many seats in that. That you just park. call it Bank One Ballpark. Oh fuck, I did Chase Field. <laughs> hey, if you're on you, if you're watching on YouTube, in the comments right now, let me know if it's still Bank One Ballpark to you. I know a lot of there's a lot of people that grew up and the best times of our life were 2001 with this team when we were winning the World Series. The World Series we Bank had Bank all Ballpark. the all the dudes. I remember I had the mini bats, I had the gloves, I had the cards. Remember, I went to the you stadium. Could get the- the ice cream in the little helmet. Yeah, the ice cream in the helmet. Yeah. Absolutely. I had a necklace that had uh, Matt Williams' uh, number. I think Ooh. he was number nine. Yeah, Matty. I, I love Matt Williams. That was my dude. I love Tony Third Womack, base. Junior Spivey, uh, obviously Luis Gonzalez, uh, Randy Johnson, Kurt Schilling. Man, the list goes on and on. That team was popping off. But um, you just you just hit a nerve. You I'm just sorry. hit a nerve. I'm sorry. But um, what were we just? What made me go off on that? You called Chase Field Bank One. Oh, Chase Field Bank One Ballpark. ballpark. Oh yeah, because we were talking no, about yeah. um, Chase Field is way too big. Um, let me see what um, it is it's. I actually MLB. like. I like that stadium. No, I don't hate it either, but it's way too big. Um, yeah. Let me see you a list of U.S. baseball stadiums by capacity. Chase Field is number five. Is it really? Yep. What's, what's number one? Uh, it's gonna be Ring Center Coliseum in Oakland because that's where the Raiders used to play. Oh, that okay. big ass field, and then Dodger Stadium, Yankee Stadium, that's the, and then Coors Field. That's one of the shittiest ones, huh? Where the Athletics play? Yeah, that is honestly one of the shittiest ones. Reminds me of uh, that Moneyball movie. I'm surprised they still play that. Moneyball is a good movie. That's uh, Brad Pitt and uh, Jonah Hill, right? Jonah Hill, yeah. I just watched uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, you watched that again? Ago. I haven't <laughs> seen that in so long. Oh, it's on Paramount. That's completely different than uh, Moneyball, though. Oh, it is. Well, just <laughs> you just wanted to tell everyone jo- that Jonah you watched. Oh, Wolf yeah, Wolf. whatever. No. Oh, Jonah Hill. Okay, yeah, I, Jonah see Hill's in that I see how you got there. Yeah. Okay, okay. That's no, hilarious. No, but that's what I'm saying. Is like it's um, three hour, three hours long too. I didn't know that. Um, no long ass movie. But now, no. While we're touching on the stadium, <laughs> I did movie. make a note about this. There are because um, there's been some talk about whether they're gonna, uh, you know, threats of relocating, maybe going to be Vegas's baseball team. Um, going to the B Reno's baseball team with up where the aces are or um, relocating maybe to Tempe Scottsdale another city um, building another stadium but it seems like uh, I did see an article in here I don't remember I think it was from last year where they are still exploring their options in Maricopa County 
Uh, but there, it looks like they're they intend to have some plans for a new to refurbish Chase Field, similar to how the Suns did. Uh, you know where the Suns were kind of having a similar debacle, and it seems like again in a similar situation, the state and the city are gonna foot some of the bill for this new stadium. Um, sounds like the Arizona state legislature has approved a funding mechanism that will underwrite 80% of the cost. Uh, that was House Bill uh, 2835 signed into law la last week. Oh, so not last week, but whenever this article was written in 2021. Um, it, it'll allow the, the D-backs to place a 9% tax on anything sold at the current ballpark, tickets, merchandise, concessions, um, and all that 9% that specific tax to the Diamondback Stadium will help pay for the publicly backed revenue bond issue for uh, the improvements. So it's a way for them to put an extra, they call it a tax, but they're still able to make their revenue, but at the same time collect that tax to fund the, the remodel. That's uh, good. They belong. That's where they belong. Wouldn't you, would you like to see them though, rip out 10,000 seats in that stadium and put, do something dope with that space? Maybe have like a big like garden area like they do in their, um, like a lawn area where you can sit with like blankets and stuff. Maybe expand the pool. Maybe put like a lazy river in the outfield. Like. You could easily do some crazy stuff. I mean, but you would you would obviously be taking away some <laughs> Did outfield. Did you say tickets. put a lazy river in the outfield? Yeah, no, that's kind of a crazy idea. But like, or maybe put like a, like uh, kind of like the Vikings do have like a giant glass wall where you can really see out into the city if there's like a view that makes sense. Well, they have the panels. They do have the panels, but I'm saying like if you're doing a major uh, half a billion dollar renovation, you got to do something that, in my opinion, one takes out ten thousand seats in that arena, and two transforms it into something that's visually appealing well they use it for more than just baseball i mean kind of like monster well, truck like, rallies yeah, and like bmx and stuff shit. yeah yeah but nobody's like maybe a country concert every once yeah, they, in a while but uh, what's that dude garth brooks no he went to um cardinal stadium never mind yeah yeah um i, I don't know i'm okay with the size of it i've seen football games at chase field um, hey <laughs> but no they i i really hope they do that renovation because i mean dude you're downtown phoenix you're a block away from the suns the suns did it you need to do it that's where you're supposed to be yeah they need to stay your, in your teams are it's supposed to play spot. in downtown 100 percent. yeah like the whole like shit it I, I can't wait for the coyotes to go to tempe that's gonna be fun oh i'm so excited for that too and yeah like, we're gonna go to some coyotes we might actually games. start talking about hockey if they really uh we'll see it's like soccer to me I, I do like hockey, but it's it's hard it's hard for me to watch and keep up with, especially I when I hate soccer. You hate soccer, S suckers, soccer, soccer, yeah, suckers. No, but going back to the Diamondbacks in that stadium, have you seen how dirty the roof looks? Have you driven by there in Phoenix recently? I have. I just went to a concert down there, and there was a, we were talking about um, that earlier. I don't remember it being dirty. No, oh, well, maybe they hosed it off. <laughs> But we talked about it on another. There's just a guy up there with a fucking hose. <laughs> Power washer. He's just oh, holding Jesus. on, anchored in. No, but we were talking about that and how they were having a problem with the roof. They can't open yeah. the roof with fans in the stadium because they're afraid that cables will snap and behead people. So I, I thought it didn't work. And then I was watching the game and I was like, oh, it works. oh, the roof's open tonight. And I was like, well, they said it didn't work. But it was what you yep, said. They correct. wouldn't do it with people mm -hmm. inside, which is uh, kind of scary. <laughs> yeah, no, it makes me nervous for the staff that works there because obviously they're in the arena, but um, that is what it is. But like I said, we get to where we're at today. The 2022 Diamondbacks are currently 31 and 35 after winning last night. Again, we're recording this episode Saturday, June 18th. So by the time you're checking this out on the 20th or beyond, uh, their record might have altered slightly uh, with a game tonight, but probably not too much. 
regardless, we're hovering around that 500 mark. And uh, to start this season, we got Ian Kennedy back. Uh, we signed this dude, Zach Davies, kind of trying to work on our uh, pitching staff. He's been decent. Um, we traded uh, Josh Van Meter to the Pirates for um, Who? a right-handed pitcher. Oh, you don't remember Josh Van Meter? He no, was no, I, I know Van Meter. Oh, yeah, we got Lister Sosa. <laughs> I looked it up, no relation to Sammy. Listerine. He's actually nowhere to be found. If you try and look him up, there's not much information about List- Lister. I might list... I might be mispronouncing that. God, he got a little baseball. But um, some interesting recent news, um, a couple things. Well, first, I want to talk about uh, Dallas Keuchel. Uh, we signed him to a minor league contract, which is smart because he got he got cut by or designated for assignment, which is the baseball way of saying you got cut. Uh, he got designated for assignment by the White Sox after playing only eight games for them with oh, a seven point eight eight ERA. Yikes! That's aw- that's god awful. So I think he's in our double A or triple a or something program right now but just some highlights of dallas keichel he's a 34 year old left-handed pitcher uh for his career he's 100 has 101 career wins and 87 career losses bolstering a 3.86 career era uh cody you're the baseball guy is a 3.86 career era about average yeah it's good that's not bad right yeah it's not bad at all. and a 101 to 87 career win loss that's pretty impressive that's over 500 well over 500 um, this guy is obviously a two-time All-Star in 2015, 2017, five-time Gold Glove. So he's got the he's got the accolades. He's been around, but he's an older pitcher. Again, we have Madison Bumgarner, an mm. older pitcher. Don't um, remind me. And then we're just continuing to try and fill gaps with older guys. Uh, do you think this? I, it sounds like with the minor league deal, it has a, a low risk, high reward kind of situation. Do you expect this to pan out into anything, or do you expect it's just gonna be a nothing burger? Uh, nothing burger like that. Um, I think it's gonna it's gonna fizzle out. I think I don't think it's gonna be anything. Yeah, I think it's it almost seems like a play to try and gen up some interest and kind of like, you know grab eyes in the headlines when it's like Diamondbacks get Dallas Keuchel because the casual fan will say, "Dang, I remember Dallas Keuchel. He won a World Series with the Astros. He was killing it, and then he moved, and then he got a deal with the." I think it was the white trash sauce, cans. and he was doing pretty good. Yeah, he was in the hallway banging on the trash cans, <laughs> making sure everyone knew what was going on. But oh god, yeah. So it could be. I don't want to say it's a gimmick. I think the fact that they signed him to a minor league it's, deal it's is probably a gimmick, though. Probably is. I think they're like, why not? It'll get some clicks. It'll get mm-hmm. garner some interest, and it's a low, a low risk, high reward situation where uh, we keep him on a minor league deal. Probably don't have to pay him much, and then if it doesn't pan out, you know. You got some eyeballs to look at the team. Like here we are having an episode about it. Exactly. Um, I mean, that was for a lot <laughs> got of reasons. You to talk about it. Uh, we wanted because we 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 advertise and we promote ourselves as being the Valley Sports Plug, and there are four major teams in the Valley. That's the, in my opinion, in order. Oh, he, he won the Cy Young Award in 2015. Yeah, I forgot to mention that too. He is a Cy Young Award winner. Yeah. Yeah, Dallas Keuchel, man. Um, so yeah, potential or washed. Um. I mean, shit, if he can just find a little bit or get back to a little bit of that form, I'll take it. Man, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Even if he can be serviceable, if he can have a four four point zero ERA, if he can at least, you know, have maybe... Ooh, they're going to bring him in, too. Does is that is that what they're talking about? Yeah. I don't doubt it. Especially if they're looking... They did say... Um, he's He's going to start a game this year. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it at all. Oh man! All right, <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, so uh, we'll we'll ch- we'll check back in. Keep keep a uh, following Valley Sports Plug um, on YouTube, Twitter, Spotify. 
uh, Facebook. Make sure you're keeping up with Valley Sports Plug because once once Dallas Keuchel gets his first start, we're gonna be on it. We're gonna talk about it. Watch him give up like eight runs. Maybe we can. Uh, <laughs> maybe we can live stream it or something or live stream the reaction. Check out the live streams. We do those every week, usually on Sunday nights. He's gonna have eight strikeouts. Eight strikeouts. He, Cody's calling it now. He's gonna bet on over seven point five strikeouts for Dallas Keuchel. Alternate alternate strikeouts. Let's go. I like it. Like Cody's Cody Sportsbook, you can, you can cash it in. <laughs> no, but what I was talking Visit about. Visit my website. What's your website? Uh, I don't have a website. Oh, okay. I called your bluff. Okay, <laughs> you did, you fucker. I'm sorry. Uh, um, no, what what I was saying though is that the hierarchy in the Valley, you can debate Suns or Cardinals being one, but there are four sports teams. There's the Suns, the Cardinals, the Diamondbacks, and the Coyotes. Um, and Coyotes being at the bottom for a reason. <laughs> and that's these are the four well, teams. We are the Valley Sports the Plug. Desert. Right. But that's why we're doing a D-backs episode, because we do need to talk about all the Valley Sports teams. Eventually, we probably will have to talk about the Coyotes. Um, but I just felt like we had been... I'm going to real... sleep through that one. Cody might not be here. He'll probably be <laughs> passed out. Sick, air quotes, I'm doing right now. Um, no, he... no, he was. I was he was sick. He was sick. Come on, man. I had, co- I had COVID. The black... The, or I'm sorry, the brown bottle flu. Well, no. Um. Stop, stop! <laughs> You're getting me sidetracked. You're derailing the show yet again. I, I don't um, want to. I don't want to say what it actually. I'm was. just trying to finish this plug about our goddamn okay, go. fucking. Fuck. All right, whatever this is. We this, had to talk uh, about the D-backs eventually. Yeah, we had to talk about the D-backs, and, and that's what we we're did. We're probably gonna talk about the Cody soon. And I'm Chris Patrick. Thanks for listening. Did I do good? I think so. I think we can just end the show there. Yeah. That sums it up. Give him a lollipop. Give him a fucking lollipop. No, but we had just we just done a lot, and it was a good time. Uh, there's nothing fun to talk about with the Diamondbacks. They're not going anywhere. They're, we don't expect anything from them. Uh, last thing I'll say in D-backs news, if there is a baseball fan, because, Cody, that's the thing that you don't understand. It may be is that there are fans out there that like the D-backs, and they want someone to talk I, about their team. I like the D-backs. Okay, then we're going to talk about them, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> we are. Here we are. So let us know. Like I said, let us know in the comments. Um, and I'll stop my plug so Cody can get on uh, with it here. Uh, we uh, we see that the Diamondbacks are probably going to a close to 500 record this season, 2022. Wrapping this up, Nick Ahmed just had shoulder surgery and is out for the season. Uh, so again, is was it the right move to get rid of Jazz? Yeah, you got totally. You got the pitcher in return, and that's where they need help. I mean, this season their bullpen actually started <laughs> somewhat decent. Um, that Davies was a that guy was a good Zach sign. Davies, yeah, um, yeah, I think it was the right move. I mean, come on. I mean, Nick Ahmed is one of the best defensive shortstops in the league. He just can't hit a fucking baseball to save his life. Yeah. But when you're looking towards like a rebuild and a youth movement, do you think maybe we should have stuck with Jazz and traded? Well, um, I like Perdomo, though. So while he, we, And Perdomo's not bad either. I don't know. They'll, they'll figure it out. I, I'm not too worried about the Jazz thing. But should we cut, what I'm saying is should we, try, should we have tried to move Nick Ahmed while he still had value? He's a golden glover. Solid, like you said, solid, solid, solid shortstop, but he's getting up there. He's uh, 32 years old and now out for the season with probably a career ending injury. Yeah, he's probably done. <laughs> Honestly, like I, I feel yeah. for the guy, but he's probably. No, nah, they, they probably should have traded him. 
Um, I mean, he's probably one that they probably would have sold at the the deadline. Yeah. So, I mean, no, you you might be right. Maybe they were looking to move him, and now that is all just out the window. Well, because they're even if they are five hundred, they're still going to be fourth place in their division. Yeah, and they're going to be behind what the Phillies and the Brewers for a wild card spot. Mm-hmm. So even if they're five hundred at the deadline, I bet you they sell. Which is going to be so sad to see. But. Yeah. And well, and like we said, there's not much for them to sell, which is even the more sad part. I mean, they're shopping Mad Bum. They said it seems like it's been known that the, they would entertain no one's offers. Gonna, no one's going to take his contract on. But yeah, who's going to take his contract Unless the D-backs pay most of it. Well, that's what I'm saying. you got to basically hope that someone's willing to basically... You, you trade him for cash considerations or something. It's just basically anyone who will take his contract and you yeah, expect well, next to nothing in return. They'll probably pay like 75% of it. Yeah. Yeah, I think if, if a team has like an injury, like a, a contending team has an injury, or if they think that that'll help bolster their rotation, they might make a play at it. Um, but then, you're like you said, you're signing up for three more years. Because yeah. I think he still has two or three more after. Two more. Two more, yeah. So it's just, I don't, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't hold hold my breath for him. For him to be for him to be moved or be even be desired. If they can, great. If not, whatever. Ultimately, I want to wrap up um, talking about the Diamondbacks because there's just at the end of the day, my opinion is that it's time to go for Mike Hazen. It's time to go for Tori Lovello. It's time to go for David Peralta and maybe even Cattell Marte, my brother. Me and Cattell Marte were born on the exact same day. We're the exact same age. Um, I don't know what time. Where he was, was born. he born? The Dominican Republic. Oh, I'm pretty sure. Weren't you born there too? Um, pretty close. Yeah, pretty close. Yeah, I can't disclose where I was born, <laughs> but it might have been close to the Dominican Republic. It was on the moon. On the moon, Shh, classified. Yeah, the dark side of the moon. No, but so that's my opinion, Cody. I think it's time to move on from all these pieces and tear it down and let's actually start, do a f- actual rebuild. Yeah, what do you let, think? let's start fresh. Let's do it. It's about time. This pussyfooting around, <laughs> this half rebuild, half, foot in the door. We, we need one a new foot in culture. the door, one out. Yeah, hundred percent new culture. Burn it down, rebuild it. Let's they, start again. I didn't. I didn't write down the specifics, but they had. They had fired some coaches. I think a pitching coach and maybe a batting coach. Batting coach. Yeah, they they moved some pieces, but that's not enough, man. I'm sorry. Like I like Lavello. Nothing against him personally, but it's time to oh, fucking tear it down great. and have a new culture. Yeah. And maybe maybe that's maybe the one piece that stays. Maybe he needs to start too. So. Oh, yeah, maybe he does. Maybe he, he does. Maybe he yeah. needs a different Mike change of scenery. Mm-hmm. Mike Hazen's dealing him a shit hand. And to give Mike Hazen maybe a grain of a, a way out is that the a lot of the moves he thought would pan out, they had high potential and either just didn't pan out or got injured and didn't work out. And that's not entirely his fault, but you you know would think that you'd see that you're signing older guys. It's like It's like... Like we were watching that video, the guy said the Diamondbacks were buying high. These guys were at the peaks, and so we were buying at the peak, and then it was all downhill from there. Yep. It's like ga- game stonks. You game know? stonks. It's like you're on Wall Street bets. And that is the worst subreddit in the world. Man, Reddit is just a cesspool. We're gonna, we're honestly gonna, we're, we might get <laughs> into is. some Reddit tomorrow. We're doing a pop culture stream, and I consider anything not sports related to be pop culture. Because uh, we are we are a sports podcast and sports brand first, um, but secondary we do like to dabble on some pop culture, talk about what's hip. Uh, so we're gonna talk about some movies hip, and hip-hop. some stories and some hip hop potentially. I think Davey um, said that he doesn't want to talk about video games because we could do a whole show 
probably specifically dedicated to video games. I thought he likes video games. Oh, he loves video. We all love video games. Just like Deon- maybe more than DeAndre Ayton loves video games. Well, quit staying up till 3 a.m. playing Xbox. Yeah, Chris. but you see, Cody, I don't have to go play an NBA game tomorrow. Dude, if I got paid $20 million to throw, put a ball in a hoop, I'd go to bed at 9, 9 p.m. every night. Oh, yeah. I, I would live in like a biometric chamber. <laughs> I would take it super serious, especially because it's basically like you're in school again. You have a summer vacation. You're going to get two months off to do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, that's... I don't know. And it's not like you can never play video games. Like I'm saying, it's not like DeAndre Ayton can never play video games, but do it responsibly. Like, you have days <laughs> off in between. Maybe you... He needs to go to rehab for video <laughs> games. <laughs> well, and I'm sure he was still up early on days he Try didn't have to games. to make him go to rehab. No. Do you know, do you know who, that, who that's by? Amy Winehouse. It is, yeah. Rest yeah. in peace. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Come See, on, what the pop fuck? culture at Valley Sports Plug. I love it. You thought I didn't know that? No, I thought I thought you might. Yeah, no, I knew that. Do you have any last words on the Diamondbacks, Cody? Past, present, mm. future? Um, just to wrap it up here with. Uh, do you have a time machine? I'm working on it. I haven't fully finished it yet. Let's go back to 2001. That's a long way back. Oh, but we could do it. Okay. All right. The steroids too for Luis Gonzalez. Did that come out? I don't think it's been confirmed, but I mean, come on. Oh. I think he was on steroids. I think that's a, I don't want to say it's a consensus, but I think that's a popular, uh, cons- not a conspiracy, but a popular thought online is that yeah. that was a steroids year for okay. Luis. Um, I just want to say um, to Schulte. The voice, oh, yeah, Greg the Schulte. The, yeah, you had, some, you had some, no- some news about Greg. What's going on with that? Um, he's doing uh, chemotherapy. Damn. They didn't come out and say exactly what kind of cancer he has, but... But he's going through treatment. Yeah, so he's... um, Well, to start the season, he agreed to only do uh, um, the radio commenting for home games. He didn't travel at all. Yeah. So then everyone's kind of like, you know, what's up with that? And then the reason why was because he was going through some medical stuff. and uh, He didn't tell sense. everybody until now. So now he has actually taken a break and stepped aside. But well, that's if, good. But he's been um he's been calling D backs games since the start, the inaugural season. Wow. So he's been Wow, that's crazy. He's the voice of the D backs. He is he's like the voice um of the Al McCoy. Yeah, you could say that. Yeah. yeah. I mean Al McCoy's been doing it forever. But yeah, well, no, yeah. I get what well, you're saying. Well the Sun's been around since the sixties. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, but the D backs been around since what, ninety eight? Yeah, that's just that's terrible. I, I you know all the best for Greg Schulte and his family. I hope he the treatment works. I know I even in doing this I saw that uh, last year. I don't know. I haven't gotten a recent update on it, but um, Mike Hazen, his wife was also going through cancer treatment. I think yes. she had breast cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I hope he's doing, him and his family are doing well. Obviously, I'm sorry, Mike. Um, we do have to separate <laughs> your performance. I think he understands. in your job from your personal life. So I wish you all the best in your personal life. Um, but maybe it's time that you are no longer the Diamondbacks general manager. Um, it's hard to say those two things in the same sentence, but um, it is what it is. It's just business. And anyone in, that's how it is in sports. Anyone understands that. so mean, Chris. I'm just terrible. <laughs> I'm terrible. But that's what we're here for. We're here for to, to bring the takes, whether you agree with us or not. Um, maybe it starts a good conversation. I think we always have some good conversations. I appreciate you uh, being Usually. here, Cody. Yeah, no, it's fun. Absolutely. It's a good time. Um, so we're going to wrap this up. Um, talking about the sports and maybe moving to some pop culture in a little bit. I want to bring in uh, our special guest, uh, Sabrina, my fiance. She's going to do this little bracket thing with us. Sabrina! 
Sabrina, but no, no, real quick, real quick, Cody, because uh, she's still uh, finishing up her work for oh, the day. Shit. That's right. Um, what one thing I saw online, DraftKings put out, and I don't know if you've been on the DraftKings app. They put out odds for the next team that Aiton is going to play for. No, get out really. And if you pull up, if you're pulling up the app right now, maybe I you am. can check the update. But according to this graphic I found on Reddit, um, obviously the Suns are favored right now at plus three fifty. Is it really plus 350? It's plus 350, which is shocking because the next team is the Pistons. What do you think that's at? Um, Don't tell me it's like plus 600. It's probably changed, and I want you to tell me the updated, but it's plus 385. Get out. So only 35 how I, more. How do you find bets like that? Futures? If you got to be futures. Yeah, NBA futures. The um, Then Spurs are four, plus 475, and Pacers are plus 475. Um, There's some other outlier. Like, uh, you are you know, kidding me? far shots on here the hornets and the Champions. blazers but uh player next team deandre okay here we go okay yeah what are the updated ones as of today it's the same pistons the same. are 380 spurs are 475 pacers are 475 oh so pistons are even, bets even uh, odds even got a little better yeah i thought he was gonna go to the spurs they're not even on this list oh the spurs fell off that list yeah it's because i'm an idiot That's no i thought why. you said they were plus 475 oh, i lied yeah they're right there third let race. me go back and say this again. I'm an idiot. Um, Try it again, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think he's going to the Spurs. If he goes anywhere. So, all right. So, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> but pineapples. But that's all right, let's let's put a thousand bucks on Aiton coming back to the Suns. You get thirty five hundred, right? Forty five. Forty five hundred. Well, because you'd get your thousand back plus thirty five hundred. Yeah. Um, yeah, oh, Cody. That's kind of scary because that means like. When Vegas is setting these odds and sportsbooks are setting these odds, plus 350 for the Suns to get him back, I feel like that's <laughs> on this pace the that's, most likely. That's rough, dude. That's rough. That means somebody knows something or yeah, there's they know, some, they know they, more. They always know something. So, honestly, DeAndre Ayton might not be coming back. And is this going to be the... Ooh, this is going to be maybe a teaser for the next time we all get together and have Mike back in here in a couple weeks. But um, real quick teaser, a couple minutes. Do you think it's going to be the unraveling of the of the Phoenix Suns if if DA leaves? Yes. I really I, think I don't think they're be. well cuz you can argue uh when they went to the finals that they wouldn't have gotten in the finals without him. Yeah. Easily. Well cuz he was he came into form that mm-hmm. playoff run and he was probably their best player and when they went to the finals Aiden? up until the finals. Yeah, Aiden. Yeah, no, he did and and in the last two Cuz nobody played In the last in the two playoff runs, he's had times where he's eaten and he's done good where he's gotten Well, this previous one. double was... digit rebounds. It's it, exactly. Yeah. He's streaky, but he's young and he will come into his own. Um but like I said, that's going to be a teaser. We got tons more Suns, Cardinals, Diamondbacks to talk to you about. And we will do that on future episodes and those live streams on YouTube. Make sure you check them out. The playback's always available um, immediately after they finish back on YouTube. You can watch those anytime. Um, we've been getting some of those up on uh, Spotify. The audio quality is a little bit lesser because we don't have our, our microphones. We're just using our laptop mics. Um, but stick with us. We're going to upgrade our equipment as we keep going through this and we keep growing. And uh, we're just really happy to have everyone tuning in. And I uh, thank you so much. But uh, we're going to do a quick cut here. Uh, might might roll us back in with some music. Um, and then we're going to talk. Uh, we're going to present this bracket. So make sure we'll, we'll talk about the bracket. But make sure you're watching on YouTube so you can see the bracket um, and, and follow along. But we're going to break down, uh, you know, this bracket. And I, I'm, I don't want to tease too much, but it's uh, <laughs> it's biggest scams. 
a bracket of the biggest scams. Top Sam 16. Bradford's on it. Sam Bradford should be on it. Maybe in a future one, we'll make our own bracket. Because I stole this our one sport, online. Our own sports bracket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Biggest scams. I've just said the word bracket too many times. So Yasmani Tomas is going to be on there. We'll put Yasmani Tomas in the bracket. The bracket. It's just a bracket. It's just a bracket. All right. Thanks, everybody. Hey everyone, this is Chris Patrick. Thank you so much for listening to the Heat Check podcast presented by Valley Sports Plug. Uh, You may notice we're pretty close to the end here and uh, promised a bracket section going over the pop culture with Sabrina. Uh, We ended up going a little long on this segment, so we decided we were going to split it up a little bit. You can check out that 45-minute bonus episode over on Spotify and YouTube, right where you would find the Heat Check podcast normally. I apologize for the inconvenience, but thank you for sticking with us, and we'll be back with another episode very soon.